Hey everybody, it's Eric with Smart Pot Fabric Planters and welcome back to the Growing Revolution. We've got another great episode. We have a genuine Smart Pot super fan, the Naked Grower, as our guest today. And we've been following her for, I'm sure, over a year now. Um, she just kind of popped up onto our radar because she takes really amazing photographs uh, of her plants and she's a big fan of smart pots so uh, they get a lot of love in her instagram feed and uh, she's based in oklahoma and we wanted to get an oaky female perspective on uh, the cannabis industry and uh, what she's doing with her smart pots so welcome to the podcast thank you so much for having me i'm super stoked oh. So first of all, uh, first off, why did you choose the Naked Grower as your persona? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I think that was 2019, early 2019. Uh, I was trying to make an Instagram page for like, almost literally what you just said, just trying to showcase my perspective of the cannabis industry in Oklahoma. And I wanted it to feel very raw. So the word naked just kept getting thrown around and uh, in my head. So one day I went and I entered in the naked grower and it wasn't taken. And I was like, I think this is the universe is like screaming at me to take this name. So I, yeah, up. you would have th thought that that would have been taken back in 2015, uh, or earlier, but yeah, kudos to you. Uh, big score. Um, so how long I have know. you been growing cannabis for then? I've been growing plants uh, especially commercial agriculture my entire life, but I didn't switch over to cannabis until it became legal here. So that was 2018. Um, but like I said, I'm very fortunate that I already have such a heavy uh, background on commercial agriculture, cotton, canola, wheat, the whole nine in Oklahoma, that switching to cannabis was just learning another plant. You know, I wasn't having to teach myself how to garden and yeah, absolutely. You know? So, so you were in commercial agriculture before uh, cannabis. What were you? What were you doing? When I was very, very young, I worked on a farm, which was one of the largest wheat and cotton producers in the state of Oklahoma. They also did cattle, and I worked for them for a long time, physical labor. And then, whenever I became older, I started. I left the farm. I started doing my own college work, trying to see if I was even going to get through, which I didn't, and. I somehow ended up uh, learning financials for the farm. So I came back and now I'm working at the farm, but from a totally different side of things, I'm doing their financials. So I ended up using that to get into a plethora of other industries, including the car industry. And when we became legal, me understanding the full circle, it just made sense for me to try it, you know? Awesome. So, um, I'm not really sure if I answered your question completely, but <laughs> in, 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 a, in a roundabout uh, way. So I guess, um, you know, what what would you say your, you know, day job is as the naked grower? Like what what are you what are you doing? Yes. So I started off only growing weed commercially. And I was very fortunate to have the opportunity uh, last year in 2021 to diversify. So I have diversified through a lot of separate avenues. Um, I do software and business management for people. So there's a lot of uh, cannabis brands on Instagram that you guys may or may not know that I manage all of their business for them. 
Um, I do PR for people, so I'll help folks kind of design different photos. And that's just 1099 work. So that's like all what the Naked Grower is. She's just kind of like this hub for help. If you need help, you don't have to come pay me like a huge retainer, like a lawyer, but I work like one. So I'll give you an hourly fee and I'll do all these things that will just kind of help fill the gaps in your business, you know? So that's why all the experience that I've had in life to me, just set me up for that, for understanding like the full circle of what a business is. So, uh, business management is primarily what I do. I also have a, a few products coming down the line that are not cannabis related. They're more CBD and personal intimacy related, So I've had a few uh, labs approach me about that, about wanting to brand their products that I think are cool and they're local here in Oklahoma City. But for the most part, I just help people every day, get phone calls. Awesome. So so you're just kind (laughs) of a general consultant uh, in in the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, Now, I have to ask, how how long have you been growing plants in smart pots uh, for? Were were you using them in commercial agriculture or just cannabis? Uh, Cannabis was the first time I'd ever heard of a smart pot. Uh, I have heard of fabric planters. I think everyone's heard of, like, large fabric planters. But I had never myself gotten into that. I was always growing straight Mm -hmm. out of the ground. Uh, This is other plants, obviously. And then the first gentleman, uh, he's actually really cool. His name is Brian Overstreet, that taught me the specificities about cannabis cultivation, uh, was the first person to say the word smart pot in front of me. And I was like, what is that, a smart pot? And uh, within the first harvest, I'm like, these are really cool. Like, I've never seen anything aerate like this, like the ground. Like, it is, I feel like I'm growing in the ground still. And so that's what's always attracted me to your product was, like, I can see the aeration. I can see the difference. And I've bought other fabric planters before that whether it's a millimeter or a micro, you know, millimeter, whatever measurement that is of thickness that they have in comparison to the smart pot is enough to like essentially just be growing out of, you know, pottery or something like it's not breathing. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, there's only one smart pot and there's a million knockoffs out there. And some of them come closer than others, but, you know, we've spent decades perfecting the product. So thank you for um, kind of that shout out there. Uh, besides Smart Pots, what else are you using in your garden? Any other products that you want to give a shout out to? As far as uh, containers, no, well, obviously Smart not. Pots are my containers. <laughs> On occasion, I use a red Solo cup, but that's just when I'm feeling lazy. Um Yeah, you know, this year, instead of shouting out as many products, I'm I'm trying to just promote a lifestyle and a way to grow, you know. So in the past three years of switching to cannabis outdoors in Oklahoma, I've seen the problems that our soil has carried for a very long time. And it's disturbing to me. So through Smart Pots, outdoor and indoor, you know, I love the ability to be able to have another outlet to like communicate my message of just growing, trying to grow clean, sustainable growing, really think about how you're growing instead of, you know, like, oh, everyone's using Athena, I want to use Athena, or everyone's using Floriflex, I need to run Floriflex, like, it's just like, take a step back from that and try to look at it at the base of it. MPK is what you have to feed the plant, it needs these things, and start to perfect from the baseline up. And that's just what I'm begging people to do this year. And we're gonna start seeing really big changes, I think, in the climate of Oklahoma, just by 
taking it seriously. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, all of these nutrient products, yeah, are composed of nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, calcium, magnesium. So understanding the base knowledge, you know, that goes into these products is just going to help everybody be a better grower uh, going forward. Yes. And I do lives for that. I'm trying to push to uh, two a week, but right now I've only been able to do one. That is just straight growing information. Like if you have beginners questions, I call them growing for dummies because it's literally like if you don't know what. Oh, I'm so sorry. Am I allowed to cuss? We can always edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll restart that. So just if you don't know anything about growing, but you want to, because to me, gardening isn't a hobby. That's how we used to feed ourselves. And everyone probably has the ability to garden. You just need the basic knowledge. So I've been starting out with the absolute basics, popping seeds. We're moving into MPK, silica, humic acids. We're going to do the whole nine. So I look forward to that this year. We're going to have a plant outside, out back. And I um, probably won't smoke it because I've never grown outdoors on my current property. But I'm at least curious to see, you know, what's in the ground. Oh, nice. Um, Now, I guess uh, as far as smart pot aesthetics go do you have a favorite color of fabric uh that we put out i would have to say that so far my favorite is that purple i think the purple is so beautiful i know you don't call it purple but just soy latino so i have like my colors are real basic Uh, your orange one's very beautiful as well. I think it's like a cherry red or an orange. We, uh, I, I call it blaze orange. I don't know. I'm from Wisconsin, so that's just kind of my frame of reference is hunting. Um, but, uh, yeah, we call it mandarin orange. Mandarin. Okay, nice. So, But really, in reality, I like the black. I think the black is the cleanest look. The tan's nice, but I, I definitely prefer nice, the black. Nice, classic one. black. Uh, so yeah. I would say... Uh, Obviously, most of your photos that we see on Instagram aren't selfies. Who's taking your pictures there? Those are 100% self-produced. Oh, so you're so staging them. I, I run my own productions through and through. 100, every photo you see is a naked girl production. Awesome, yeah. Except for the obvious collaboration, like, if you see like me collaborate with another brand, um, videography like Cosmic Brands, that that's there. That was 100% their production, but everything else is mine. So it takes some time. I think people, you can never be fooled by Instagram pages when they look really nice. Don't get fooled by the vibe. Like that was just some effortless thing. It wasn't, you know, those folks probably put a, an hour or two mm-hmm. into that <laughs> and then you have to edit and all the nine, but it's worth it just to see the art when it's done because to me it's art i enjoy i enjoy it absolutely and and you know that's kind of what attracted you to us is a lot of people tag us in their instagram posts you know hashtag smart pots but you know your your photos just kind of jump out at us as being beautifully staged and and well thought out so that's cool to to hear that you know you're 360 uh you know doing all that work so uh really cool so you're in oklahoma in the cannabis industry which is very heavily male dominated what is it like being a female in such a overly male industry mm, this is a common question that the answer to changes as i get older 
So my answer to this question like eight months ago was the same as any male dominated industry that I'm in, like be tenacious and stomp your ground and, you know, X, Y, Z. But I think that that was kind of in a different mindset. As I've gotten older, I've realized that it really doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't. There's always going to be clubs of people that you might want to just assume is a boys club and you can't get in. But at the end of the day, that's always been the social dynamic. And what I look forward to are all the amazing women that I meet every day and realizing that there really are quite a bit of talented, you know, women in the industry as well. But I'm like ready for the inclusion instead of like the separation. Like we should just both, we should just all be growers. You know what I mean? And I am realizing more and more that when women put their intelligence first, it might not immediately be perceived well, but with time it will earn you respect. And so now um, the majority of the DMs that I get are growers that have questions and I have questions for them or they want to know if I've ever popped these seeds or check out the pictures of my plants, you know, and I think that folks would probably be shocked to know that, that my DMs are not like some kind of like, please baby sexcapade thing, you know, they're actually like really amazing. <laughs> and I'm super happy about it. And, and I've never had to be mean to a guy to accomplish that, you know, so that's all I, the advice that I would give for women in the industry is, you know, the the less you start to see yourself as different, the more that other people will start to treat Absolutely, you because so. people are people, you know, when whether you're male, female, or other. And at the end of the day, like, if you get enjoyment and pleasure out of uh, cannabis, like, you're a friend of mine, I would say. So, and at the exactly. same time, it, it's really great to see more females getting, you know, into the cannabis industry on, on one level or another, um, just to get, you know, a, a little balance. It, I, I think life is, is all about balance and men and women yeah. should be, you know, side by side, hand in hand. And uh, the cannabis industry is, I think, quickly turning into, um, you know, a bit more even playing field i i think at i think naturally men are crazier and we're more risk takers generally so i think that's why the cannabis industry traditionally has been so male dominated uh but now that you know legalization efforts have you know brought down penalties for growing cannabis women are like well hey let's let's do this so that's great to see Absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. I'm sure the statistic of male to female, like on the black market is overwhelmingly disproportionate, you know, but the legal side has been so enjoyable to see the modern, um, like the, the way our environment is structured right now, women are just jumping in. So I'll never forget this stupid, I was watching Cars, which is a children's movie, and the young lady was looking at Lightning McQueen and she said, and I looked around and I realized I didn't belong in the room. So I left. Ha haven't you ever felt like that? And he said, no, I never even second guessed myself. And so I think that that's the biggest difference between men and women. And the more that women can stop second guessing their ability to and instead embrace the ability to learn and try, like it would just become it would just it is becoming like, yeah, that. it's it's really neat yeah. to watch. So I want to watch everyone flourish, male or female. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> there, there's there's room for everybody to be uh, successful uh, in this industry. 
Exactly. Now, I guess going forward, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself in the cannabis industry or somewhere else? What, what do you think the future holds for you? Yeah, I've, uh, I appreciate that question. I've used my platform um, for spreading my core values. And that is going to be the continuation of that is spreading my core values. So those are uh, artisanal values. I take a lot of pride in doing things that take a skill set or a learned skill set to accomplish. Um, I take a lot of pride in my local community and the ability to understand the way economics work. And so my main goal in the next five years is to try to stimulate my local economy as much as I can. And the way that I'm doing that is through being influential on the Naked Growers page to show my core values. And by March, late March, hopefully having uh, my bodega open, which is just an Amazon style store. They're not my products. They're just verified by me. And they're all local artisans that uh, don't have business skills and don't care to. They just want to show their products and sell them like normal people, right? Is that so, going to be a brick and mortar store or is that online only? No, that's online only. And I'm going to have tiny bodegas set up in existing brick and mortars. So, uh, Cool. Let's say you hop down to VZD's downtown and you, you there will be a little shelf there that's like that store's bodega. So I really look forward to it. We have some pieces. Like I could show you this. May I show you something? Absolutely. This is a piece that was made for me. This shelving unit back here is all handmade in Oklahoma with trees from Oklahoma, painted, designed, nice. et cetera. It's all attached. And it was only $200. So, like, $200 isn't going to get you that far in, like, Target or Ashley's home store, but it'll get you far, very far on the bodega. So we have items as low as $1.99 all the way up to four or $500. Um, and it's just like Amazon. It's the full nine. Anything you can think of will be on the bodega. So I, I think, you know, when people are looking for art, you know, they would rather support a local artist. You know, if something's, exactly. like, the same price, you know, Amazon versus your bodega, I'd be going for the bodega all day. Exactly. Sounds really exactly. Cool. So that's the goal. You know, we're never going to eliminate large corporate interests, but I think that we can facilitate in keeping some of our income local in this economy. And um, I think people are just plumb shocked sometimes, like how much you actually help if you go to someone's store that they own it here and you spend your money there. You know, you're changing the world when you do that yeah absolutely uh jeff bezos already has a super yacht he doesn't need another one so we should definitely yeah. be supporting more local uh <laughs> you, you know just because you're online doesn't mean you can't be local and, and buying local so uh that's really exactly. cool uh what you're putting together there um now are you a grower of any other plants uh besides cannabis like do you grow i don't know tomatoes or any you know oh, yeah. anything like that <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I grow the whole nine. The, the, the last season. So last year's season is the first season that I haven't grown personal plants. And I don't, I can't even remember when, because I was so overwhelmed by my cannabis crops that I didn't do it. Um, but my, the season before that was the first season that I grew all my personal plants in smart pots. And I, I have never harvested so many peppers, 
so many tomatoes. I'm talking continual harvest nice. throughout. Like every time I would cut, they would just start sprouting more. And um, I like trees. I do trees pri uh, primarily. So I helped my mother do uh, an avocado, a lime, and an orange tree at her home in Florida. And I'm doing a little bit of research on what trees bear fruit that do the best in Oklahoma's climate. I know apples. I mean, I know a few things like that, but that's actually how I'm going to design my outdoor cannabis grow. Uh, there's going to be the greenhouse is going to be used by living plants around it, essentially protecting the cannabis. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So you've got kind of a, a persona on, you know, Instagram as, I don't know, I guess I would say very laid back, chill. Um, is there anything that people would be surprised to know about you, you know, that, that might be kind of off the wall based on what they might think of you? from the naked grower persona? Mm, I'm a huge family person. I'm like the biggest family person on the planet. I attend maybe three or four social events uh, a year and the rest of my time is spent traveling with my family and we're Latino, we're from Panama and we immigrated here together. So my family means a lot to me and now we're all kind of spread out all over the United States just from where life has landed us. So I would say I travel or someone travels to me at least four times a year. Awesome. So I, I have constant like Facebook messenger chats with my sisters and my mom and just just constant. I'm a, I'm a huge girl's girl and I'm a huge family person. I really enjoy genuine exchange with people. So. Yeah, and that's something that's uh, sorely lacking in today's day and age. We're more connected than ever and yet more disconnected. Uh, than ever, yeah. I believe. Um, yeah. Last question for you. Kind of fun. You're stuck on a desert island with only one strain for the rest of your life. What would it be? <sighs> you know, I have to just stick to who I am as a person and say Tropicana Cookies. Um, that is going to be Oni's cut, not Bloom. Uh, the the pheno that Oni seeds uh, grew out of Tropicana cookies, that's like the most popular on the planet, is my favorite. I could dab and have an edible and feel pretty good already. And if I just light up a joint of Tropicana cookies, it still gets me. Like, it still affects me. And so I just think that's so neat. Like, something about the biology of me and the biology of that strain, we work together because the THC on that on average is only like 16 or 17%. And it just, it loves me. It hugs me in all the right places. It doesn't make me tired. It's just, it's perfect. So I would be, I would do very well on a desert island with that. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that THC definitely is not the end all be all, you know, terpenes definitely have a huge effect on, you know, what you oh, feel yeah. and, and how you feel. Uh, combined oh, with yeah. the other uh, cannabinoids uh, that you're consuming. So, yeah, terps over everything. Helps. The balance helps. It, it all has to be, you know, we always hear the entourage effect. It's like so lame to even say that now, but it's very true. I mean, you have to have everything in balance. It's just like people. So some of the strains like GMO that are upwards of 30%, when I consume that, I usually just get one really strong response, whether that be a headache 
or just a quick high and I'm like, oh, or whatever, you know, I think it's about balance for sure. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, different, uh, strains for different folks, you know, one, one strain isn't going to have the same effect on, on everybody. So just Not find what works for you and yeah, stick with it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us on The Growing Revolution. It was really cool to get to know you and learn more about, you know, what you're trying to do in the industry. And uh, if people want to follow you, they can go to um, The Naked Grower on Instagram. Are there any other uh, platforms that you're on, like websites or other socials? Uh, that, nope, it's all soon to launch. So I have multiple Instagrams. Um, the Naked Grower is the main one. Naked Bodega is going to be the store, which will be click to shop. It will be monetized on Instagram. Um, but the the websites and all that are still being built. So soon to come. Well, we it'll, it'll be the NakedBodega.com. We look forward to uh, watching your, your progress and uh, uh, shouting you out and uh, seeing more beautiful smart pot pictures uh, on our feed. Thank so you. thank you so much again for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's such a such a blessing to uh, feel the love from you guys.